crazy mother. This is episode number 69 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you don't know what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a brand which I have created to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. Now, sometimes on the podcast, I will read blog articles that I've written in the past, and other times I will go on rants. But today is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be telling you a story, something that happened to me today that I just had to share. But prior to getting into today's episode, I just want to remind you that if I bring you some value, if I make you laugh, if I inspire you in any way, shape, or form, make your day a little bit better, then it would mean the world to me if you would just share the podcast. Get it out there. I'm trying to help as many people as I can while I can, and it just means the world when I see all you guys and girls sharing the material and sharing these episodes. So that being said... Let's get into episode number 69. So today, when I went to work out, when I went to do my cardio, now I hate traditional cardio, and so sometimes I will actually go to a basketball court at the local park. And so I want you to picture this for a second. In this park, it's got, you know, a playground, two different dog parts, parks, uh, baseball fields, football fields, and basketball courts, right? Well, I wanted to go and I wanted to play basketball, get my cardio in. So it's got two courts right next to each other. So four basketball hoops in total. Now, when I got there, uh, there was somebody on one hoop and then two teenagers on another hoop. So there were two hoops open. So me being the third person, you know, third party going to work out and play basketball, I, you know, grabbed one of the open hoops, started shooting, and I started doing my workout. And I've got a crazy, crazy basketball workout. I essentially will shoot only three-pointers. And if I miss and it ricochets, I'll run and sprint it down, chase it. But I always shoot to do and make 100 three-pointers in one hour. I know, it's pretty crazy, right? So as I'm shooting, I'm maybe like 10 minutes in. All of a sudden, I see this kid start walking over to the courts and he's maybe 11 or 12 years old. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, basketball court's going to be full today. Cool. Now you would think that this kid would go to the open hoop, the last hoop that's open that nobody is using or occupying or practicing or shooting shots. But instead he looks over at me and we make eye contact and he goes right over to my hoop and start shooting. So in my head, I'm kind of like, what the hell, kid? Like, what are you doing? So in that moment, I had a split-second decision. It was, do I say to this kid, yo, punk, go over there. Go over to the other hoop that's open. Or do I let it go? Well, I chose to let it go. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I continued to do my workout as normal. Now, obviously, I was cognizant that he was there. I was shooting. I didn't want, you know, if he was in the way, I didn't want to put him in harm's way in any way, shape, or form. So I'd let him shoot his shot, and he'd run out of the way, and then I'd shoot my shot, hitting three-pointers, right? 
This goes on for maybe about 10 minutes where he shoots a shot, I shoot a shot. He shoots a shot, I shoot a shot. We don't say anything to each other at all. And then out of the blue, this 11, 12-year-old boy says to me, so what's your name? And I said, Chris, what's your name? He said, I'm Hudson. It's nice to meet you. I said, it's nice to meet you, Hudson. Then we continue shooting, continue working out. A couple minutes later, he then says to me, who's your favorite basketball player? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, God, who is this kid? Like, where is it? Like, where did he come from? Where are your parents, bro? Right? And I said, well, you know, I'm, you know, of all time or currently playing. And he said, that's a really good question. Hmm. Let's go with all time first. And I'm like, wow, this kid is pretty smart. You know, he's got some energy. He's got some spunk to him. Um, Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant. Hands down, Kobe Bryant has always been my favorite. I love Kobe. And he's like, yeah, Kobe was amazing, wasn't he? I was like, yeah, he's unbelievable. And we had, you know, we started having a conversation about Kobe in between basketball shots. And he's like, okay, now who's your favorite currently playing? And I said, Steph Curry. I love Steph Curry. He's like, what? Come on, Steph? That's who you should... And I'm thinking to myself, who is this kid, right? We're talking about basketball. He's telling me about his favorite players. Now, remember, this kid came over. He didn't ask if he could shoot with me. He didn't ask if he could use this one, you know, this hoop. It was his favorite. He could have gone to the open hoop, but for whatever reason, he came to this hoop. Okay. So we're hanging out. It's me, and I'm hanging out with an 11-year-old shooting Shooting basketball. Um, so we're talking. He's shooting. I'm shooting. He's like, you know, I got I, I, I to gotta tell you, I play basketball. It's my favorite sport, and I love it, but you don't look like a basketball player. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, I, I'm aware. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's right. And he's like, you know, you look like a bodybuilder. I said, well, you know, I, you know, Hudson and I, I work out. And he said, well, I mean, it's, it's amazing because you're so good. Like you hit so many three throws. And I said, well, you know, I mean, I've been practicing for a while. You know, it's, it's my workout. And he says, could you help me with my three throws? With my three-point shots? Could you, could you help me out? So I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Okay. Let me see what you can do. And he starts taking shots. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're coming up a little bit short. You got to remember, this kid is like five feet tall, if that, right? And, and I'm like, okay, you know, you, you know, you're on point. Your accuracy is good. You got to give it a little more oomph. Give it a little more oomph, Hudson. And then he'd put a little bit more behind it. And then he would make it. And he'd get so excited. He'd so excited. He's like, all right, great. Your turn. Your turn. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, we're having fun. Random, but we're having fun. So then eventually a car pulls up with a Jeep Grand Cherokee and Hudson says, I'll be right back. And then he runs over and now I'm like eavesdropping, like inconspicuously eavesdropping as to what's going on here because I'm like, okay, is this, are are these his parents, older sibling? Like what is going on now? And essentially it's his mom and she brings him food. So I'm guessing like, oh, okay, you know, he comes here after school and, you know, she is bringing him food 
And now he has his food and he goes over to the bleachers and he's sitting and he's eating his food and the car pulls away. And so I'm like, this is, this is kind of odd. This is kind of weird, but whatever, you know, I still do my workout and this little punk Hudson (laughs) as he's eating his lunch starts trash talking me from the sidelines. He was like, yeah, big man. Yep. You missed that one up. Give it more oomph. He's literally, he's like, he's like ragging me here. And I'm like, oh, all right, just, you know, eat your food, little man, eat your food. Once you come back out here, I'm going to show you who's boss. But then I noted, okay, this Jeep Grand Cherokee was driving around the park, right? So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this has got to be his mother or something. And she's not being a helicopter parent, just like hovering over him. She's giving him some freedom, but it's kind of like, you know, keeping tabs on him, like, you know just to make sure he's safe. So he finishes, he comes up, and then we start playing again. He's asking me all these different questions about basketball, about how to become a better athlete. And he's telling me how, you know, he's in AAU and and he practices every single day and he loves it. And so uh, I said to him, I was like, you know, Hudson, you got any friends? And he's like, oh, no, not really. And I said, what do you mean? Like, you know, what about, you know, your teammates, your basketball teammates? Like, what about them? He's like, yeah, not really. I mean, you know, it's fine when we're playing games and when we're at practice, but no. I'm like, okay, now this kid is really interesting to me. Like, and so I said to him, Hudson, you know, why don't you hang out with them? And he says, well, my mom says I have trust issues. All right, old man, let's keep going. And I'm like, trust issues. Like, what the heck is going on? So finally, the mom actually pulls up again. She parks the car and she comes out. And he runs over and he's like, mom, mom, you know, look at my three-point shot now. And she's like, Hudson, what what are you doing? Let the man, you know, do his workout. You know, let him shoot. Like, go over to the empty hoop. And I said, you know, ma'am, it's okay. It's fine, you know. And she's like, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry if he's been a bother. I said, not at all. You know, I mean, we're having fun because we actually were. I was actually having fun with the kid. And so, um, you know, I said, Hudson, practice, practice your three point shots. Right. And then I go over to the mom and I went over to her and I said, hey, you know, Hudson seems like a really great kid. I just wanted to compliment you on that. You know, good job for raising him. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I'm sorry if he was bothered. I said, no, not at all. It's, you know, you know, it's all good. And, um, I said, if you don't mind me asking, like, uh, does Hudson have any friends? And she said, yeah, sort of, but really, you know, it's, it, it, it's just Hudson and me. And I said, okay. Um, if you don't mind me asking, are you, are you a single parent? And she said, yeah, yeah, I am. Hudson's dad, uh, you know, disappeared in the middle of the night. He just up and left. I said, really? And she said, yep. And I said, how long ago? And she said, um, you know, about five years ago. It, it was when Hudson was seven. He just got up in the middle of the night, didn't leave a note, just left. He left us. And so ever since then, it's been, it's been Hudson to me. And I said, wow. That's... Wow, I was left kind of speechless.
I was very speechless. And now Hudson is yelling at me. He's like, he's like, hey, old man, come on. Are we doing this or what? And so he passes me the ball right from where I'm standing. I'm not even on the court. I launch it. It goes in. And I'm like, yeah, keep practicing, kid. And I turned to the mom and I said, Hudson's a really good kid. Like, he just told me that he has trust issues. You know, and for whatever reason, I think he thinks that, you know, we're friends now. And uh, I'm honored to be his friend. You did a really great job raising him. I tried to make her feel good. Because this kid was remarkable. He was intelligent. He was funny. And as I finished my workout, he was like, wait, where are you going? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm done working out now, Hudson. I got to go home. You know, I got to take care of business. You know, I didn't tell him like, oh, I've got to go home and I got to take care of my dad. You know, like, no, but he thanked me and he gave me a hug. And he said, this was the best day. And the mom thanked me, you know, and, uh, you know, I said, I said, hey, kid, keep practicing your shots. I'll see you around. I'll see you soon. All right. But keep practicing your shots. And then as I was leaving, he was showing mom, his mom, what I had taught him. And as I was driving home, I was thinking back to that initial moment When we made eye contact and he stepped on the court and he didn't ask me if he could shoot with me and he didn't ask me if he could use the same hoop as me, that the one that I was using in that split second decision, I could have ruined this kid's life. Now, if you haven't followed what's actually happening, I'm going to tell you what happens. Okay. In a kid's mind, when They wake up and all of a sudden a parent is gone like that. Where a dad just leaves. It messes with them mentally. It screws around with them. They instantly think that they're not good enough. Because here's their father. A person who is supposed to love them unconditionally. Just up and leaves. Disappears. Right? And it does create trust issues. Even for a child. Because if parents are always supposed to be there and love you unconditionally, and then they don't do that, then they're going to walk through life questioning everyone. In that moment, where I didn't say anything, I just allowed him to to shoot hoops with me. And we were just shooting hoops. I like to think that I gave that kid hope. And it made me think of how often you and I run into people where maybe at first we don't understand them. Maybe we don't understand their intentions. Maybe we don't get their actions of what's going on. But it reminds me of that cliche of always be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. Think of how many times we dismiss people. Now, like, if this kid was 18 years old or older or my age, I'd be like, yo, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, go over to the empty hoop. You know, like, get out of here. But it was an 11-year-old who wanted 
to be wanted, who wanted to be accepted. And hopefully, he was able to look up to a male figure that didn't push him away. I hope that he remembers that. I hope that my kindness impacted him and impacted that mom too. And I want to talk to everybody who's listening right now just about the power of split-second decisions. And if you can, to always choose kindness. I could have kicked him off the court. I could have dismissed him. But instead, I just kind of showed a passive compassion, for lack of a better term. I didn't say, oh, yeah, come on in, buddy. Come and do this. No, I just continued to do my workout. But I didn't push him away. I didn't push people away. I don't really know what the point of this is, other than the fact that We could always choose to be compassionate. And how often do we choose that in those split-second decisions? Normally, we're thinking about ourselves. How often do you think about other people, though, in those moments? Now, if I kicked him off the court, what do you think would have happened? Maybe he would have said, well, you know, why should I listen to you? You're not my father. Maybe it would have broken him. Maybe it would have been like, yeah, nobody wants me. I don't know. All I know is that if you can impact other people and you can give them kindness and you can give compassion and you can help other people, do it. Do it. This was an unassuming kid who just wanted to shoot hoops. That's what I thought. Little did I know it's been him and his mom struggling to get by all this time. It's pretty crazy, right? It really affected me today. It impacted me in a weird way. And so I wanted to share that story with all you guys and girls. If you have the opportunity to give kindness, if you have the opportunity to have tolerance, and if you can be compassionate, do it. Not only do you give to other people, but the experience winds up giving so much fulfillment to your own soul. Every encounter that you have with another human being Each one is an opportunity to help someone else. And every time that you wind up helping someone else, you help yourself. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a good life to me. So today, be a bit more compassionate. I hope this episode has brought you some value. Please, before you go, if it has brought you some value, 
do me a favor and share the podcast. Like I said, I'm trying to help this brand as much as I can while I can. Also, check out the description of this podcast in the show notes. Uh, There's going to be a couple links there. There's going to be a link for the self-discipline manual. It's totally free, so don't worry about that. You can grab that. And then also there's going to be a link for my private Facebook group where um, I'm posting a bunch of positive content every day uh, to inspire all of you to keep getting after it each and every day. And also that's where a lot of people are sending me questions that I answer right here on the podcast. But you can find me on Instagram. The link is in the description. And you can just DM me your questions. I'm more than happy to help you. So as always, my friends, you're wonderful. I love you all. Be a bit more compassionate. And keep hustling for happiness. Peace.